course, after I had entertained these ideas and stuff had happened, and I had been at to to other meetings, yeah, I saw something in those meetings, which is it wasn't the importance wasn't really the message is it was how it was being heard yeah so the message is let's say you're a lion yeah you're a lion you're a lion you're a lion and some people will really like that they'll resonate with that that you're a lion but if you watch it here comes the message you're a lion you're a lion you're a lion you're a lion and you're the way you hear is configured in a sheep like way so you can only hear being a lion as I can become like a lion. That's not the message. The message is you are what you're looking for. The message is you're the lion. And oh yeah, yeah, I really like that. But it comes in here and what catches the message before you seem to absorb it, the mitt of the mental state arises and catches the message and says I can become like a lion because the mitt of the mental state is totally convinced you're a sheep. Yeah? So it's impossible to entertain I'm a lion as a sheep. So the sheep doesn't go, the, the message gets distorted. I can become like a lion. But every step of the way, as you're trying to become like your mo- a lion, you're reinforcing the crazy idea that you're a sheep. See? So we will use the pursuits to get to where you want to go to establish that the place you were never in. Yeah? So as you're trying to get to where you want to go, it will establish the place you've never been in. And that's sort of the dilemma of spiritual practices and processes, is there's a fundamental hitch or like a hiccup or like a scratch on the record that if it's not noticed, every other song carries that little in it. Yeah. And it's not going to be corrected by how many times you play the record. Yeah? We have to sort of, it's to me, I call it the prior. It's not prior. There's no prior. But you want to elicit or so, you want to cause a, the mind to see an image to get a message. So the prior, so it's very simple to see. The, base, the baseline of this experience here is conscious contact. Yes, consciousness is in contact through five gates. Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. And then there's another gate where the mental state, the small m mind, notices or hears thoughts about all the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and touching. Yes? So that's basically conscious contact. That's what we're in all the day as an action figure. This is the interface. Yeah. So what is never, never going to be an experience, ha- can have experience through this interface. All right, so now we're in the, the realm of experience. Yeah. And the mental state arises after the conscious contact. Yeah. So the conscious contact happens, the mental state arises and says, I'm the one who's in conscious contact. Yeah. So it implies that the conscious contact that you're in some way doing the conscious contact, or you're being, you're you're directing the conscious contact. But really, what we're taking ourselves to be is an afterthought. It's an afterthought. The conscious contact happens. The mental state arises, and the mental state claims the conscious contact and says, "I'm the one who's in conscious contact." See it? Seriously, it's the heist of all heists. Yeah. So. The, uh, the seeing now becomes the seer and seen. Yeah? The subject-object. So 
this quote-unquote oneness of an event now gets interpreted as a two-ness. Yeah? So seeing is just seeing. But how the mental state interprets it is see or seeing. So the emphasis goes on me, and it goes on everything I see. But in all the things I see, there's only one seer. So all the seeing, and all the representing seeing as the seeing, is reinforcing the idea of being the seer. Because no matter how many things you see today, what's going to catch it is the one seer. And that's the lie. They're, all there is is seeing. All there is is hearing. All there is is feeling. All there is is tasting. All there is is touching. All there is is doing. All there is is thinking. There's no one doing it. Yeah. The bondage of self isn't in the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, thinking. It's in the my of the seeing, which means I'm the seer. The my of the thinking, which means I'm the thinker. The mying of the feeling, which means I'm the feeler. That's the activity of bondage of self. The bondage of self has never happened. It just seems to happen. All freaking day. Based on conditions and circumstances. It's not a random... It's, it's a mental process. It can't get rid of conscious contact. It can't get rid of what you are. So what it does, it claims it. Simple as that. It says, I'm that. I'm doing all this. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm thinking every one of these thoughts, or most of them will have to be about me. You know what I mean? It's an insane leap. Yet, most of us start there. That's the new, that's the new starting point that we get displaced, seemingly. The word seemingly, they use it in AA. It's a beautiful word, and I think the first forward, where they say, we are a hundred men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Not hopeless, because it isn't. It's seemingly hopeless, and seemingly means it appears to be true or false to you. You've got a huge role here. You have, you and I, when I say you, I'm not talking about the personal you, I'm talking about all of us, right? You and I have a huge role here. As the Course in Miracles would say, we're giving everything all the meaning it has. That's a pretty big role. You know? And it's pretty a comprehensive statement. Everything in all in the one sentence. You and I are giving everything, so there's no little wiggle room, but, no but is allowed, and all. Yeah. So, this conscious contact gets seemingly forgotten. When you were a kid and you were in an abusive situation, it wasn't forgotten. Yeah? When you were playing, you were not worrying about, will I be playing next week? Because you had no idea of time yet. The head hadn't really developed the idea. So, when you were playing, you weren't thinking, well, worried, will I be playing next week? You were totally there because you hadn't entertained the, end, the insane idea you could have been be out of a moment yet. That came later. Yeah, So there we were, and when you would be playing, you didn't go home and critique your playing. You didn't, you didn't sit there with in your room. Wayne was pl- getting a lot more out of it than I was. <laughs> I got and, you know, kids weren't going, hey, Mark, let's go to the library. How to play. I want to get a book on how to play. You know what I mean? How to imagine. Yes, you know what I mean? None of that was happening. It was all, it was just available because a lot of things hadn't developed yet to make it seemingly unavailable. AA says a lot of things. You grew into fear, you can grow out of fear. Yeah? In a way, 
something happened and there was a growing into a mental state as the dominant influence and we're suffering the consequences of it. We're looking from that's that which we're not and in that looking from that which we're not we're blind to what we are. Even when we turn that looking to try to find what we are you're blind to it because what's looking right now is what you're looking for. What's looking right now is what we're looking for. So the real thing is, when that's what I ran into when I was at those talks. I would see everyone was in agreement, but what, who, who was it that was hearing the message? Let's say there's, let's say there's a clone, and the clone has programming, a, a program that it's a human being. Yeah? So the, pro, the clone, there was a movie called Moon, where they, they riffed on this. It was pretty good with Sam Rockwell. So, all right, so here's the clone, but he thinks he, li- he used to live in Boston. He's in, a sp- like, another space station or something. He lived in Boston. He has a Boston Red Sox hat, and he's got pictures of his family that he doesn't even have there, and he has a whole story that was programmed into his little clone head, and he, you know, and he thinks that he likes whatever they serve in Boston, or whatever, hates the Yankees in New York, and shit like that. And then, let's say something happens, and there's is indisputable evidence that it's a clone. You know, it cannot, it cannot argue with, it's like in, it, indisputable. Yet, what's going to happen, what's going to receive that message is the human programming. Not the clone. The human programming is gonna is what's gonna claim the message that it's a clone. And to a human, that may be a terrible bit of message. But to the clone, it could have been salvation. It could have thrown the fucking sock thing off and and just fucking realize I'm a robot and this is the, how it is. You see, it doesn't matter how much evidence or how clear the message is. If there's something that catches it before it arrives at where you are, it can be hijacked. It can be made either suddenly or very overtly into something else, and there you go off on a wild goose chase to try to find what you already are. I saw it, when I heard it, I saw it it rang true. When I investigated and looked at the evidence, it rang true. That, that that template had been over all of my behavior. Every time anything had happened, I thought either I did it or some other I had did it to me. Yeah. Every thought that was ever noticed was preceded by a sense of my. It was my thought. Every feeling that ever arose after about five or six was preceded by a sense of my. Every action. How much guilt and shame were you producing when you were one and a half years old? You were shitting in your pants anywhere. You fucking farting, your arms going like this, vomiting. You know, you know it was a, now our dogs look embarrassed when they take shits. <laughs> Have you ever looked at a dog? They're like, you know, what the fuck happened? We didn't have that. That stuff came later based on the mental dominance. Because we're hell-bent on believing we're the doer. Can you see it right there? We're hell-bent on believing in that fucking crazy noggin that we're the doer of everything. The bonding isn't what you seem to have done. It's the persistent idea you're the doer of it. It can use, quote-unquote, good deeds 
as a bonding mechanism, it can use quote-unquote bad deeds. It doesn't give a damn. The thing is like a parasite. It claims. It claims, and it takes what isn't its. It doesn't have a life, and this is a possibility of life, and it claims one through us. We become bonded to this idea of being a someone. There it is. I've seen it. That's all I can say. I saw it. I keep seeing it. It demonstrates. See, when when the mind can entertain the possibility that you're not that, the next thing it entertains is I can be free from it. And when the mind, the big M mind, entertains anything, there's nothing that can stop that. Because it precedes all. Beingness and awareness precedes everything else. When that beingness and awareness wakes up to its own nature, the falsehood is seen very clearly. Then you get familiar with that, and then when the mental advertising is running, yes, and then you feel like you're moving with it, and then I was connected, then I lost it, and I'm disconnected, you'll see all that moving has nothing to do with you. You're just seeing, 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 incessantly on seeing. It's like the sky. It's exactly like the sky. Tons of shit happens in the sky, yet nothing that happens in the sky affects the sky, ever. There's no cloud that has, that's moved through the sky that's ever lasted, ever produced a lasting impression on the sky. None. When, it, when four, no 800 Fourth of Julys haven't ripped the sky open. <laughs> Planes do not call the tower and say they ran into a big chunk of sky. Yeah. Yet all of that that appears in it is totally okay, allowed to appear, because it has absolutely no effect on it. That's what mind is like, big M mind, or being, or awareness. We're calling mind a mental activity, mental processes. The, the mental state, the little mind, is just a compilation of thoughts yeah, that, are, that are connected by my. Noticing a giant sequence of doing and then connecting it with my. Doing, doing, but do my, 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 my. Yeah? If the my was seen through, you would see what's really there before the doing, and that's your original face, the awareness of it. All you are not doing a damn thing, you're seeing it all. The action figure is doing. Yeah? It's generated to do. There does not need to be any doer, it's doing. And it's, it can only do it for a short period of time, maybe 80 years, because it's not truly real. Anything that comes and goes does not have a sense of reality in its own nature. It's how it, what it, is, what it is appearing out of is the true nature, which is nothingness. If you see what you're looking from, you'll be able to stop looking from it. When you see where you seem to be looking from, you'll realize it's not you. And then you won't take it so seriously and you'll travel lighter here. The biggest break for the action figure, yes, is not to be you. 
It's, it's not built to be the center of a universe. It really isn't. It's not built to be thought about all fucking day. <laughs> I swear to God. It's sort of like, it's like, it does well in dispersed light. It doesn't like, the, you know, magneti- magnetized obsessions. You're going to fucking ruin all the organs in it. and Fucking it'll be a neurotic, nervous mess. <laughs> the awareness, or whatever, traveling lighter, is not a focused, concentrated laser beam. It's dispersed, relaxed awareness. You're awake to being awake. That's it. Everyone's inherently awake, and you can be awake to that idea. Yeah? Simple as that. And it's not like, I'm awake, and I've got to concentrate to keep awake. No, you're awake because that's your nature. <laughs> you, don't, you, do not get any, you do not get any credit for it, or any stripes, or any, a different black belt for being more awake than anyone else. It's just inherent dog shit awakeness. Yeah, you're aware of it. You're aware of it, and it has a great effect here. You travel lighter, and if that stabilizes for a long period of time, you'll see that's the greatest gift that ever can be had here. Not, not enlightenment and awakening and all these ideas, but just being able to travel lighter over the destiny of this action figure. Yeah? Not changing its geography, but traveling lighter with whatever's in store for this thing. Yeah? Marriages, divorces, jobs, fe- your firings, all like that. If this isn't like, oh, everything's going to be great. It's me- it's, it, it, it has nothing to do with that. It's that there's an ability to accept whatever is happening. Yeah. In recovery, we say you have to learn how to fit around circumstances instead of trying to fit them around you. Selfing is all about it being around you. Yes? Being is totally inclusive. It's about everything. Yeah. It's not either or, yes or no, close or far. All's included. It's like a wide aperture. And when your head starts to open up, when it does, see, these are safe realizations this way. All right? Oh, my mind opened up. I'm incredibly clear right now. I wonder if anyone's as clear as I am. You know? Oh, well, okay. Oh, I felt the one love. That's all safe, too, you know? Or this. But then what happens is it goes like this. And then you're seen. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I didn't want it to go that far. But it just moved. And you're, oh, wait a minute. I thought I was behind the camera. <laughs> but no, there's the camera. <laughs> Watch behind the camera. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is content. That is context. You are of context, and you're in content. As Jesus says, you're in this world, but you're not of this world. You and I are of context, yet we're in content, seemingly as this. That's the, that's the situation. When you see that, and you see this isn't you, there's a loss of interest, and that's the healthiest thing that could have ever happened to the brain body. Your fucking insane interest. Just like with me. You know, you think if you have a lot of interest in yourself, you'll promote yourself. You know? Well, after, after a life as a drug addict and alcoholic, my, my ability to manage would always lead me to have to be managed by other people. <laughs> you know? So one time I went into a two-year program, and I walked into that two-year program. You know, you can have a seat here if you like. Try to get in here and here. I walked into this two-year program, I, and... Uh, 
they accepted me. I signed up. I didn't sign up for two years. I wanted a place to stay for one night, and they said, you got to make a two-year commitment. I said, all right, sure. But I ended up staying there for two years. Now, they knew exactly what I was. They knew I was a junkie you, you know, an action figure who was addicted to drugs with a crazy, insane motherfucking head. Yeah, But every time they were directing me from that point of view, which I'll tell you, when I left after two years, you know, I hated the people that were in there and who ran it, but I had to begrudgingly admit my life looked a lot better with them running it than it ever did with me running it. Because all the while, they saw me as a you, and that never varied, it never swerved. And then, But I would, uh, when that you-ness was being pointed at me, I would say, I beg to differ, it's me. I'm not to, meant to be around these people. I'm much different than all these other clients, yes? But in <laughs> fact, they didn't buy that, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. This is the whole point. The interest that has been turned upon you as an idea is way too, way, way too magnified, and you don't understand the power of what's looking through that magnification. It's like when I was a kid, I'd play with bugs, and to see a bug better, I'd get a magnifying glass. And I had no idea that the earth was moving, and the sun moves, and then the sun would move and be under, over my shoulder. While I was looking at the bug, I was killing it. Because the sun's rays were magnifying, and there I was. You're under that magnifying all day. <laughs> 24-7. Just constantly absorbing yourself. <laughs> Light does best dispersed. Yes? Unfocused, sort of, in a way, because there's a much larger view. Yeah? And then after a while of not always downloading and just concentrating on all the things, you'll sense the space of what we all are. Yeah? You'll feel it. Not, a, not an idea, not a philosophy, but a sense feltness. You'll sense and feel the presence of our own nature. It's like the greatest scripture of all, and it's a living one. And the point is, what you are, not who you are, but what you are is always available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary to meet it, except the ones you make up. <laughs> Literally. This is incessantly on. There's no need to try to get into a moment. You've never been out of a moment. It's impossible. There is no way in hell you've ever been out of a moment you've been in. Ever. And it's insane to try to get out of something that you were never in. The best solution to leave an imaginary place is to see that it's imaginary. I'm just humbly suggesting that what we call self is a verb, it's an activity, it's a mental activity called selfing. And what it does is clearly spoken by a very cool master a long time ago, and he says it in many different ways in a lot of his, if they weren't his writings, but the people that were listening to him. And here he goes, his name was Ramana Maharshi, and this to me is selfing. It's the presupposing the existence of a non-existent thing. That's all that selfing's doing all day. 
Your thought system, the thought system that we're saddled with, when you're thought about, you're pictured as a body. When you think of yourself, when there's thought of yourself four years ago, you're thought as a body. You're thought of as a body. That's how you're pictured by the thought system. So when you're thought, when you're thinking about you in the future, you're worried about a body. And the fact is, because of self, this idea of self, which is a non-existent thing, for the self, for the sense, for a non-existent thing to appear or seeming to appear, it has to be remembered. It doesn't can't demonstrate its existence, so it has to be remembered as once existing and be remembered as it will be existing to feel like it's existing now. And that's exactly what the thought system does. It thinks about the past to remember you as a body now. And it thinks about the future to remember you as a body now. That's the, that's the, the whole thing. What cannot be so and can only seem to be so has to be remembered to have once been so just like if this chair's here and we, we remove it, we put it behind the curtain, you're not seeing the chair, but you remember a chair. Yeah? But you're not actually having any experience of the chair, but you remember it, don't you? And then maybe when you're doing some decoration, you're probably thinking, well, I know that chair will be here later, so we'll put the table right there. But you're not seeing the chair. Exactly. In this case, this is more real than the sense of self. Because you're seeing it. There's never been a self. The whole self's appearance here is the mental state remembering it in the past and remembering it by worrying about you as a body in the future. That's the bonding. It's an activity. You and I never got bound to a damn thing. It just seems like we were bound in the past and it feels like we'll be bound in the future. Therefore, we are bound now. (laughs) There's a freedom without fucking effort or thought. And this isn't magical thinking. It's prior to thinking. What you are is prior to thinking. What, what you're, you aren't arises after thinking. What you are is prior to thinking. And the solution is always prior. The freedom from bondage is prior to the bondage. Freedom from bondage is prior... You are prior. You do not start at the point of a thought. You are prior to the thought. That's the true starting point. If it can be pointed out to you, and then, and then you see that by just studying square three, which has been called square zero for years, you'll realize it's not square zero. And then just maybe that realization that you're not square three, it will dawn on you right at that second you have always been at square zero. You just thought you were at square three looking for a mythical square zero. But just the negation of the square three, what's, what's immediately available, immediately, no time has to pass, as soon as the negation of the square three occurs, the square zero is obvious, and when it becomes obvious to you, you will get a hit that it's always been that way. There's never been a square three. There's not a square fifty fucking five. Yeah. 
It dismisses the drive for a solution in time because the real solution is of timelessness. It's already always so. It's not becoming to be so. It's not was once so and was hoping to will be so. It's so. That's that. There you can rest. You can have confidence in it because it's constantly there at all times that you seem to be there. An assurance built or a faith gets developed because you finally found some place to truly have reliance in. Most of us rely on the head. In AA, it says the head is a failed, the thought system, self-centeredness has failed you. Yeah? It produces all the fear in, in all of your life, the reliance on self. Why? Because it's a failed system. It doesn't see far at all. It's blind to see. It just looks horizontally, linearly. It relies on the past and predicts the future, the piss in the moment. It's slavery. You're the yoke and the yoke bearer, seemingly. That's the good news. It's not so. That's the whole beautiful fucking great news of it. It's literally not so. Never was so. Never will be so. But it can sure seem like it's so. As long as we're engaged and believing in the thought system. If you have faith in the thought system, you are working miracles every day. Every day because you're making shit out of nothing. Really. Are your worries right now based on right now? If you're flipping out at this event, you're not responding to this place. You're reacting to last Wednesday or next Thursday. Yes? At that point, what's your dominating influence is what's not happening. <laughs> That's slavery. Call it what you want. It's slavery. You've been displaced. Seemingly. <laughs> That's the good news. It cannot possibly be so. That's the whole point. If this was like some giant Herculean effort we have to make, we might as well fucking just get a 52-week subscription to a Buddhist magazine. It isn't. It's always available at all times, right where you are. As St. Francis says, what's looking is what you're looking for. He doesn't say what's looking and then five pages of requirements to become what you're looking for. What's looking is what you're looking for. End of story. The shortest, greatest scripture of all time. Like five words, six words. What's looking? Oh, where? Where? No, that. What? Where? I just can't see it. Exactly. You're it. You're never going to see what's seen. You're seeing. <laughs> There'd have to be another to see what's seeing, and there ain't. <laughs> I know, it's a rude awakening, but it's fucking true. <laughs> How long does it take? No time at all. How reliable is it? Find out. 
see what you're not, yeah? And then you'll stop looking from it. Don't see what you're not, and you'll be looking from it. Simple as that. And then that will be your starting point, and it ain't the starting point. It's produced by a mental process in time. And we are of timelessness, like Jesus says. We're in this content, but we're not of this content. We're context. Yeah. Not just Jesus, many. And if you need a cup some help, some read some of the old Chinese masters, Zen masters. Wang Po saves us a lot of time. He says, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. End of story. Whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. This man says it beautifully again. Presupposing the existence of a non-existent thing and then wanting to get salvation for that non-existent thing. Not from it. That's easily had. But for it, which is impossible. So presupposing, in other words, when the supposing happens, it presupposes its little made-up action figure to be prior Yes? Presupposing. The supposing presupposes that you were there before the supposing. (laughs) So the presupposing of a non-existent thing and then wanting to get salvation or happiness or pleasure or awakening or this or that for that non-existent thing instead of from the non-existent thing itself. Yeah, it says here if this is the case when your practices themselves become a means of giving life to this non-existent thing how can they destroy it so if the mental state has claimed the meditation is going to use, no matter how many years or how little years you do meditation, to imply the meditator. That's what it's going to do. You can do 8,000 asanas, but it will be you seemingly doing all of them. Yeah? It will produce it in the greatest scriptural hall or 6th and Market in San Francisco. Whatever is going on in the seat, what's ever brought to its attention through conscious contact, the mental state will claim and presuppose the existence of a non-existent thing having all that. Having the seeing, having the feeling, having the tasting, having the doing, having the hearing, having, 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 having. It will claim it all. And it will use, for that, it will use all of that to indicate, point to, assume, imply that there's a doer, thinker, haver, meditator, non-meditator, you know, knower of God instead of being God, all like that. It just happens. Yeah. It happens in about 500th of a second in time, supposedly. The sense of self arises so quickly. No process we could ever be introduced here could outgun it. The only thing that's going to beat that gunslinger is timelessness. And that's our inherent nature. Once you see what you're not, you'll find out what you are. Instead of trying to know what you are from what you're not, just find out what you're not and you'll find out what you are. 
Now you have the horse before the cart. And then whatever you're meant to be doing as an action figure, you'll do it. But you'll wear it, hold it, do it, see it, feel it much lighter. Because it, you'll be seen. You have already caught the thief in the house. Yeah? And you're not calling it me anymore. It's humbly just us putting down everything. Oh, all right, here's the, the chandelier I stole, the chalice I took, you know what I mean? Your favorite memento, I'm sorry. <laughs> so what? You know, what are you going to do? Look at thoughts. Why don't you? Look at the thoughts that happen in one's head. Yeah. And see if there's a feeling that surrounds a thought that you have something to do with it. Yeah, that's the production of the mental state. The thoughts arise. That's what happens. Feelings arises. The thoughts can. The mental state can't erase that. But what it does is claims them. It uses them to facilitate the bondage of self. Yeah. Every thought that moves through your noggin is held as yours, and that indicates or points to the mythical person. Every feeling you ever have, maybe you have 500 feelings in a day, but every one of them will be pointing or being used to infer the, the one who's having the feelings, yeah? You see how nothing seems to be something? It's a huge, 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 huge activity going on. The act of claiming, because all conscious contact is bringing about all of these experiences, and it's claiming to be the one who's having the experience, and that claiming is implying the non-existent thing, and therefore even when you move to try to find salvation, you're going to try to find salvation as that thing, when the true salvation is from that thing. And you can't correct the mistake afterwards because it will be self trying to get out of self. There will be the feeling of the non-existent thing trying to get out of the non-existent thing. So here he catches that one. He goes, To try to destroy the, the ego or this non-existent thing through practices is to be just like a thief turning himself into a policeman to catch the thief who is not, none other than himself. <laughs> yeah, let it wash over you. Because the one quality that mental state can never has, have is the seeing. That mental state's never going to be aware. Where the awareness. When the negation of what we're not is, see, is produced, in a sense, or just seen through, then the seeing becomes obvious. And that's the immunity to the mental state. The immunity to the mental state isn't an immunity to thoughts, it's an immunity to the my that has been preceding the thoughts. The freedom of bondage of actions isn't the free, isn't that no actions are ever going to happen. It's just no one ever fucking did it. And if I do something supposedly wrong as an action figure, I'm accountable. It's like if my dog shits on the lawn of my neighbor and he calls me up, I'm not embarrassed. I didn't shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think about it for the next 15 years. You know, I shouldn't have done that. I didn't do it. It was the dog. 
I go over there, clean it up, and there it goes. The incident is over. But what's happened? You believe you did something 30 years ago, and it goes. your head is like dwelling there all the time. Yet a miracle happens, you forget it in two hours. But a resentment that never occurred, you, you're dwelling on it for 40 years. you got to see the bias of this head. It's not out for your well-being. It's out for its well-being. It's a parasite, a parasitical in, in movement, a foreign installment, whatever you want to call it. Just picture it. Picture it as something other than you. And the next possibility that can dawn in your head is I can be free from it. Instead of trying to be free as it, or for it, or through it, or by it, you'll be free from it. And then what you call... I was trying to acquire peace my whole life. You'll see it is a quality of your own mind, the big M mind. You can enjoy peace of mind now. Wonder and awe becomes way more fucking frequent. You're not beseeching them or beckoning them. That's just how it happens. The whole ball, the whole field changes by what's looking on it. Yeah. So just if you can see the mind, if you if a thought was just a thought, let's say a thought weighs an ounce, yeah? So 50,000 thoughts are going through your head right now, maybe, today. Maybe you've only been aware of about five or 6,000. All right, so let's say 6,000 thoughts. And so each one of them hold weighed an ounce. So that, you know, total it up, there would be a little weight on you, right? All right, now let's add some weight to the thought. Not by changing the thought, by just adding my in front of it. Now they weigh a pound. Now you're carrying like 7,000 pounds on your fucking head. If the my drops, you will travel a lot lighter, I'm telling you. And I'm saying the my, the my is just an activity. It's not so, it doesn't go with the thought, it's not... It's not like it's not attached to the thought. It's an addition, a mental addition. It can't change the script, but it just throws a little word in front and changes the whole meaning of the book. Now, instead of seeing life as happening, you interpret it as life's happening to me. It's hugely different. Life is happening is totally different than life's happening to me. Life is happening. All right, I got to accept that. Life's happening to me. To me is always followed by why. Why is this happening? Why isn't it happening to them? What, you know? And then it just spawns more, it's like a mental fucking firestorm, you know? Boom! And just more opinions, more ideas, more prejudices, constantly. You're just fucking in a maelstrom of mentality, you know what I mean? Fuck. But if you just see conscious contact and then the response and then see the mental reaction, instead of thinking it's your reaction, the whole nuclear reactive change, that chain that blows up the bomb, will be diffused. And what's left when the reaction stops at the first one? When it's noticed, fucking life. Space. Peace. A contentment. Okayness. Things that the mental states want you to believe are goals become how you travel here. I'm stoked, man. Been stoked about it for so fucking long. It was not, I tell you, 
my sense of what it was like to live under the tyranny of alcoholism, which is a minor parasite compared to selfing. (laughs) Because the selfing will claim to be the alcoholic. (laughs) I mean, seriously. I mean, there's no trouble. And if you think I'm talking about the ego, I'm not. I'm talking about the feeling that when you say, I have an ego, who has the ego? And I lost the ego. Who lost the ego? That's the selfing. That's what the selfing is producing. A feeling of being a someone who has something or doesn't have something. That's where the bonding is. It doesn't matter what follows. It will use anything. The most arcane, valued spiritual scriptures or a porno magazine. It doesn't care if something's 5,000 years old, it'll claim it, or if it's right from L.A., you'll claim it. It has no respect for anything other than a power greater than it. And the way we are seemingly now, in our forgetfulness, we are not a power greater than it. It can, doesn't it, a thought can, see, can be used to ruin your day, can it? One thought. One thought can turn your whole vac- vacation into fucking mud. One thought can ruin a marriage. We have a, uh, a book in AA called The Big Book, or Alcoholics Anonymous, and there's a story about a person who goes, he's just about going, ready to go back out, and all the evidence in the whole world is that he should never have another fucking drink. But it, it starts with this, this little segment. A thought occurred to me. <laughs> a thought occurred to me. And then, <laughs> a thought occurred to me. <laughs> what would happen if something other than a thought occurred to you? What would happen is a pa- if a pause occurred to you? Yeah, A pause occurred as you. And then the thought was noticed. You would clearly see it's not yours. Because you would see you're the seeing of it. A pause occurs as you, and then thoughts are noted, then feelings are noted, actions are noted, opinions are noted, sad, see, grieving is noted, sad, sadness, all of that. You don't lose the richness of life or the pain of life, but you're not the one in it. And the dilemma is with these talks is people keep coming because they still want to be there to get it. You're not getting it. It's not an experience. This is not spiritual spectacle. It's just ordinary dog shit awareness. You go, after this, you don't go back to the temple. You go to 7-Eleven or something. You go to Whole Foods. You go pay a bill. It's a, there's nothing to write home about. Oh, there's something about you? Probably not. <laughs> People aren't going to stop you on the street. Oh, no, maybe not. You may not have loving gaze. You may be short-tempered as an action figure. You may be. You may be intolerant of others at times. Oh, that, that exiles him. He cannot possibly be where he's saying. We're not saying we're anywhere. We're just saying what's not there. sense it now, yes? In the room? Don't you feel something? eh? That's us. 
That's the fragrance, fragrance we emit that we don't seem to have the nose to smell. It's presence. When that's obvious, rest. That's the appropriate response. You've got enough interest and attention to deal with what happens in a day. You'll never have enough to deal with all the shit that happens and what's not happening. There's no fucking way. But you've got plenty to deal with today, and the day's almost over. you got it easy. Do you believe you run out of attention? Do you, what, do we get a quarter on Sunday night at 12? All right, I got my quarter of attention and interest. I better spend it wisely this week. Last week I ran out by Friday. You know what I mean? No. There's no quantity of attention or interest, is there? You can't exhaust it, can you? You lose interest in things and things, but you never lose interest. Would you imagine, what would happen if the interest and attention that's so wedded to reflect you as a thing by being so engaged in other things, if it would turn upon, you know the ability to make something out of nothing? That's an incredible ability. Could you imagine if that was turned to make something out of really nothing? The all thing, the everything? You know how much power that generates? When that, which is making something out of nothing all fucking day, finally lands on value and does the same thing. Unbelievable. You'll be dragged in. Most of us, we've we've had a GPS, a mental condition, that has the oldest fucking maps. I mean, and we never even get the chance to unsubscribe. They just, the same maps. So you know, you know what I mean? They're like from 1985. And they're telling me what to do all day. They're trying to na- you're trying to navigate through this day with a failed GPS. Because you have no idea where you're going, so you've got to rely on something. So you rely on the thought system. You rely on memories. Has it brought you to happiness, joyousness, and freedom? And have you parked there? Do you have contentment, not as something you acquired through doing or anything else, but as a natural state? Is there peace available? Do you understand serenity? I mean, I love the people in addicts and recovery and alcoholics. Because I lived under that tyranny, you know. I lived under the tyranny of self, the bondage of self. You know, when I was young, you'd walk in a room as a kid, running around, and then at a certain age, around five or six, every time I've ever walked in a room after that, I was accompanied by thought, you know. Everything that ever happened was just surrounded by thought and gone over. You know, like an antennas of a fucking multi-antennaed insect. What did, should I... What, constantly. I couldn't take a shit or get off the pot. Everything was totally... I mean, I remember when I was young, 11 years old, and I saw a pretty girl at school, and I, and I said hello to her, and she said hello to me. And then I went, went, I went home and wondered about it for five hours. What did she mean? Does she like me? Does she, she like me? On nauseam, just odd nauseam, going over every possibility that self-centeredness has about this one fucking minuscule event. Times that by 52 weeks, 
24 hours of every one of those days, years after years after years, you've been under the, you've been under the glass way too fucking much. You're dead. The autopsy is done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your organs are dried up. <laughs> Move to the next slide. <laughs> See, you know, just just check your own thoughts out. What your own thoughts? Just check the thoughts out. In recovery, we have a great opportunity because we have meetings like this, and people. And you go in. Usually, I came in with a huge shell of terminal uniqueness. I thought no one understood. No one could understand me. No one felt like I feel. No one thought like I thought. And I'm in a room full of people who take us some time in the meetings to share their feelings, thoughts, and their reactions to life. And after a few months, I could only come to two conclusions. How did they get my thoughts? Or they're not my thoughts. And I went with the latter one. They're not my thoughts. Fucking hallelujah. As soon as I, soon as that my was weakened by everyone seems to have this, how could they be mine if you have them? <laughs> as soon as that my was weakened just a little, the space that happened was fucking miraculous. I, the, the thing was like one of the rings of Saturn moved out. And oh, I could fucking breathe. You know what I mean? I could enjoy myself a little bit without having it critiqued up the wazoo. Yeah? All this happened. So let's take it farther. None of them are my thoughts. They're not alcohol. They're just none of the thoughts are mine. And let's pl- apply it. Let's entertain the possibility. Maybe none of the feelings are mine. And then, God forbid, maybe none of the actions are mine. Yeah? See how it feels to be before the process instead of the product of it. Yeah? to be before the mental process instead of the product of the mental process. To be in effect, masquerading as a cause. Because that's what we are in the interpretation of life. We are an effect of the mental interpretation. But truly, we're the cause. So, that's it, I think. Questions or whatever? I can go on and on, but I've been doing it in three days. I'm could tired. You, could you explain that last phrase, we are the effect um, of the... I didn't quite get that. Well, let's say if the mental state is... If you are taking yourself to be the product of the mental state, you are an effect of a mental process. Yes? Yet, in truth, in fact, you're the, you're the cause of all causes. Yes? Yes. And then the more the double whammy is when the effect starts looking for the cause. All the while being the cause. I lost the cause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So you want any questions tonight? Do we speak long enough? Is it all right? Yeah. Any questions? Did you record it, Paul? Will we see it on your web page? Eventually, yes. Okay, great. Paul, you were talking about... Um, you're talking about ego, and you're talking about uh, um, sort of like stepping back and, and seeing it. That's what I, or that's what I saw, or the the, the machine, or the the great thing. And when you said you, I got distracted because I'm like that that felt like duality. But I guess what I'm hearing from you is that there's a sort of a defocusing, and a, and like you said, the spreading out. Yes. That. Um, that's that's the only way I understand to to take the the me out of 
out of out of that action of, of removing myself from from all my thoughts. Well, you can't remove yourself from your thoughts. That's a thought. Yes, exactly. So, so that's it's just sort of a, so what I experience is a, is a sort of a just a, a general sort of diffusion or, or yes. focusing, like you said, like uh, like moving away from that pointed awareness to yes. yeah, to you something lose interest. broad and. and Vision, you know. lose interest in certain activities because they're not about you, and then the interest goes to other places. So, to me, most of the interest and attention is being sucked into the mental activity because the mental activity implies it's all about you. Yeah, when that's seen, not when that you that it's all about isn't you, there's a loss of interest, and then the attention is freed up. And then find where out where it goes. For me, the interest and attention in selfing is like the slavery. It disperses your interest and attention from now into past and future. Yes. When you lose interest in that, the interest and attention is going to enrich your life today. Yes. Where the way when co-opted by the mental state, it enslaves your today to yesterday and tomorrow. That's what it does. When it's freed from that, that same interest and attention will be enriching you today. Yeah? Not you. There isn't a you, but we have a language. We'd have to write a whole fucking new language to try to imply. So just get this. It's the spirit of things, not the wording of things. Yes? So if you lose interest, how are you going to lose interest in what you're very interested in? <laughs> that would be another bit of interest, wouldn't it? It's sort of like signing up for a two-year course to get out of self, that could be seen as an obsession with self. <laughs> so you can't win from losing, in a sense. You can't, self can't get out of self. What happens, though, if you start entertaining you're not that, you'll lose interest in all the activities that are reinforcing the sense of self, and then the sense of self won't be reinforced. And then it will become obvious, and now, instead of your interest and attention being enslaved to that shit, it will be enriching your day. Yeah? It's like we talked last night. The mind has a power. It's a big M mind. We call it something called faith. But faith isn't something you have to acquire. Faith is in action every second of every day. Right how you're feeling right now is based on faith. Yeah? So that faith, this force of mind, when it in manifestation, it's going to, its effect is going to be based on what vehicle it's put in. So many of us have had faith in the thought system, and that's what's provoked so much anxiety. Yeah? We believed in the thoughts about next week, and that belief or that faith produced effects from next week, and there is no next week. Do you know what I mean? You're feeling contracted about tomorrow morning, but it's not tomorrow morning. That's a miracle. That you can produce an effect out of nothing. That's faith. Yeah. So all of us have tons of faith. Why not allow it to be placed in a different vehicle and see what it does? In recovery we say, you have to, you know, it's about, instead of having trust or faith in a, a finite thing you or a finite self, you now have trust in the infinite. It's the faith. The faith is, be, is being allowed to move from that preoccupation and then land on another. It's not another, but going in that direction. And then the effects are totally different, but it's the same energy. 
It's the same faith that can produce hell. It's the same faith that produces heaven. And we're, we are at the effect of faith right now. This is a moment of faith. All the time. We believe that we have it and lost it. That isn't true. It's a force of mind. As you believe, so it is, a great man said. As you think it, so it be. Yes? This is what happens. Because why? It's not the thought that gives meaning to it. It's the my preceding the thought. That's your vehicle of faith. You're putting it in self, and now selfing is is directing all the faith into the thought system, and you're fucking nervous as hell. You're anxious. You're, you're getting ready, you're contracted, getting ready to f- absorb another punch coming from yesterday and tomorrow. Yeah? That same faith, if directed or taken and, and delivered to an infinite, which is what we are, it produces, an ease, it produces an ease and comfort in your day. You feel okay in the skin you seem to be in, and in the circumstances you find yourself. It's the same energy. Same energy. It matters where it's put in. And you're, if there's a sense of self, then that sense of self will be the direction to the faith. Yeah? If you realize you're not that, then the faith will be directed by other forces. And then just see, judge by the fruit. Like Jesus says, you cannot know the tree, but you can judge the tree by the fruit. You'll judge the tree by the freaking fruit. How's it going? Yes. Yeah. Um, you refer to it now. You refer to recovery a lot, and in that, they use the word God. I notice you don't use that. You just spoke of the infinite and placing faith on that. And why don't you use that word? And isn't the infinite and/or God also just another concept, another idea? Well, they all are, but we need pointers. We there's language here, yeah. you know. So I don't, it's just I don't use the word God because it's got too much, there's too much juice around that, I, that word. You know, I like mind, big M mind. I like the way the old Zen masters talked about it. That's, that produces a very large sense feltness when I use that term. God doesn't do that when I use that term. So that's what I do. I just go with what produces a sense feltness. Yeah? So when I say mind, or when I read this statement, this statement produces a giant avalanche of sense feltness, because it explained fucking everything for me. There was a presupposing of a non-existent thing. That's it. Once it was, once I heard it, once it was grokked, it went like boom, 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 and it was a template that was over, just barely, not even out of sight. I just didn't notice it. It was right above everything I ever did and thought because it was always implying the thinker and the doer. No matter what it was, in the jungles of Thailand, in, in monasteries, or in fucking crack houses in San Francisco, it was the same template. Whatever was happening, it was happening to me. That's the bondage. When that lifted, that's why I know the problem, because I saw it from the solution. You can't know the solution from the problem. You know the problem from the solution. And from the solution, the problem is an activity. And you are in a huge amount of compliance with it. You're, a, you're like a big, big, major stockholder. 
It's, use your, it's using your juice to produce its effects. It's like a parasite, an incredibly insane, vicious parasite. If it would jump you on a, as a host, you would knock it off. If it did it 30 times, you'd knock it off, right? But this parasite's incredible because it convinces you that it's you. So when, when, you, when you see the parasite, which you do all day, you call it me. You'll let, you'll let it into your most secret little things about what you really feel about romance. It will be there. Make taking notes to fucking confu- you know, convict you with later. It's going to crucify you. At any, whimsically. Who's that? Oh, it's me. <laughs> it's the thief in the night. It's a heist before you even know it. It's a heist that's looking over shoulder, your shoulder when you're putting your password for your security system. It's already in the house with you. <laughs> so I don't know why I use words. I have nothing to do with this. If I had something to do with this, I wouldn't have come tonight. <laughs> I've never missed a meeting because I never came to a meeting. I, if I was doing these talks, I would find some fucking reason to not do a lot of them. Seriously. It's not, it's not great. You know, sometimes it's great. People, you know, a lot of times they don't think this is like a gospel. They don't, re- they don't receive it as good news. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why I usually leave three days or less because they may love it when they first hear about it, but when they go home and think about it, they don't particularly like me maybe two or three days later. <laughs> it's happened to me, seriously. I wish I could give you processes and then you can subscribe to my newsletter for the next 10 years and then we'll have an, in- an intensive and then a more intensive and then the most intensive next year and the price range will go up and I'd love to draw it out and make it like a procedural process but it ain't so. You are what you're looking for. The seeker is the sort. This is not a good career choice. I'm meant to become. I'm meant to become obsolete. I'm surprised you're here, really. You know, here you mentioned you mentioned this before, and there was a moment where you you stopped, you got quiet, and then you said you feel it, and I had, and I related a lot with that. And you, yeah. you spoke about this last night. Yes. Whatever that is, can't really be uh, described. No. But you do have a sense that that happens here sort of it's more noticeable here why I don't know what the question even is I'm just kind of relating my experience and that's I don't care why just indulge you know if you're hungry are you going to ask why uh, why are they putting ham in front of me (laughs) I'd rather just eat the ham (laughs) I mean wait a minute why is this you know Presence isn't individual. It isn't. There's no individuality in presence. Certain things provoke it. Like this satsang, the meaning of satsang is, you know, is like the association with whatever, truth. And in that condition, something gets evoked that's in all of us, not in all of us, but as us, and it comes out a little bit. It's a safe space, yeah? It raises its head, you know? And then you sense something. I don't know, maybe you don't. I do. That's why one of the reasons why it's very, 
you know, the authentication of the message is in the is in the the presence. It's quite clear. So I come here to hear the message myself. It's coming through. You know, I'm really to me. The picture I have is more like water hose. And then after a few years, I realize I'm not even a hose. <laughs> There's just water, and one part of water is appearing as a hose. <laughs> but it's really just water. It's just flowing, baby. <laughs> this isn't a draft or a conscription. I'm not trying, there's no signing up of anything. Just entertain it, you know, or not. And to me, my idea of entertaining... See, have you ever heard something or read something and then it just <coughs> produced a chain rea- an explosion in the mind? Mm-hmm. The mind really expanded? It seems like that, but really, there was an expansion in mind. Mind didn't expand. Mind is everything. But then there's, there's, an, ex- there's an event, a phenomena, an expansion in mind. Something. So you read, like for me... Like this statement from an old Zen master, he says, you cannot use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. Now that, every time I think of that, it's the same thing. It's like a giant fucking oak of space that that expands as in my head. That's why I use every opportunity to say it. Triggers a big, big thing, yeah? All these things. The thing that Course in Miracles says, that you and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming which is the remembrance of self. That's how the forgetfulness gets seemingly produced, is you're remembering yourself as a body, and then you forget yourself as the dreaming. Obviously, yeah. The body is the dreamt. So the, the dreaming takes itself to be the dreamt, and in this condition, as it says, you and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming, and in that state, we give everything we've dreamt the power to affect us. That's everyone's day here, basically. The dreaming has forgot that it's dreaming by being identified as the dreamt. And now, everything that we're dreaming has the ability to affect us as the dreamt. So thoughts are now very powerful in this situation. Yeah? So what you own or claim, it owns you. If you think the thoughts are yours, the thoughts will have an ability to have tons of power over you. Simple as that. So, you and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming. And in that state, we give everything we dreamt the power to affect us. But there's a great bit of good news in the Course where it says, you and I are the dreamer of the dreams, and we're going to dream ourselves out of this dream. And as we do, the dream will get happier. It's a beautiful, beautiful statement. You and I are the dreaming of this dream, the dreamers of this dream. We're going to dream ourselves out of the dream. We're not going to vanquish the dream and kill it. We're going to dream ourselves out of the dream. And as we do, the dream will get happier. Not a bad deal, I think. Yeah? Any questions? More questions? I want to thank everyone for coming. It's very nice to see, or not see people, but over there. <laughs> right, yeah. I have a question. Yeah. On a practical uh, note, um, I guess this might be a naive question, but how do you, in other words, I find that I get caught in anything. That's uh, not you, though, getting caught. It's the money, right. Okay, fair enough. I'm with you on that, but it still happens. <laughs> okay. Yes, but not to you. Uh, right, but... Um, Another but. 
all all the uh, I, I guess the predication. Uh, 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 You're persistent with this question because the phenomenon occurs. The yeah. Phenomenon occurs. See, so um, so that is I, that's where I get a little screwed up on this. Phenomenon but again, I mean, I but again, who here. gets screwed up on that? Um, the uh, when I look at it, and I'm caught in some little crazy ball of nutty, and and I I wake up to it, you know, and I, and that happens. That's all I'm saying, and I I don't, you know. See, but maybe if you held it this way, yeah. there there's there's a Getting there's a caught, getting caught up in a ball of thing yeah. that doesn't imply that it's you. Right. right. Yeah. You have to see the subtle addition that you're being. You're. It's subtly implying that you're the one that's caught up in that thing, and you're the one that got out of it. You're neither the one that got caught up in it, nor are you the one that got out of it. Okay. You're already exempt from it. Okay. It's just something that's happening. Then. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I see. Exactly. We're going to pass a bag around. There's no charge, but uh, feel free if you'd like to make a donation. Also, Kyle. Lock the door. Kyle will be making up prices for t shirts and folks can see behind that. And there's books, too. Books, too. And also, I have a. They're all for free, yeah, the little notebooks. Everyone so. wants to be on a, uh, like a mailing list just in case uh, we need to call down here again. Uh, yeah, for the upgraded yeah, edition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have no way of telling people we're coming, really, yeah. except for the website. So anyway, we'll be right over here. Do you think you'll be down here again sometime? I could think I won't be. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It could go either way, as they say. I hope so. I like it here. Yeah, I like it, and I like the surroundings. Too. I like the desert and stuff. I talked with him and another guy that's knew him in America. I don't know. We just talked about AA and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But he had he liked me. You know, it was nice. He knew about me. Yeah, this is a lo- long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but his wife died recently, right? A while, a little while ago. Yeah. Any no one, no questions? Yeah. All right. Yep. What was your experience of your day like? How was it today? Uneventful. Yeah. Just like I like it. Yes. <laughs> no, you didn't miss a thing, honey. <coughs> yes. Let's try to match the size of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. They'll put all one. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I'm going to eat today. I know that. So. That's right. <laughs> While we're doing that, I want to throw another. Yeah, I want to throw another. Just a couple quotes to go home with. All right. 
Because I know you're not going to listen to me, but this is an authority. He's dead. <laughs> He's got that over me. He's dead. And he lives here. And he wore a diaper his whole life, which I think is awesome. <laughs> so here, these are, these are beautiful. He basically really puts the same thought out. I, I read this book when I was a long time ago. And it says, all right, so here you go. Here's one of them. You impose limitations on your true nature of infinite being and then weep that you are but a, f- a finite creature. Then you take up this or that practice to transcend the non-existent limitations. But if your practices that itself assumes the existence of the limitations, how can it help you transcend them. You see the little trick of mind? When you try to get out of something, you give a reality to it being in. Yeah? This is a dream, and you're the dreaming. So when the dreaming tries like crazy to get out of something, it gives a reality to the mythical in. Yes? So you you and I can't escape from an imaginary place. You can't leave an imaginary place. Yeah? It's a trick of head, and it's, it's, it happens quite a lot, and he points, out to it, points it out quite a lot. He always says, precedes it usually with, this is the problem. Or, yeah. So here you go. There is no greater mystery than the following. Ourselves being the reality, we seek to gain reality. We think there is something hiding our reality, and that it must be destroyed before the reality is gained. This is ridiculous. A day will dawn when you will, will you, when you will yourself laugh at your past efforts. That that which will be on that on the day you laugh is also here and now. Now this is not a time process. It's a timeless invitation. And you know what? We've already received it. We are what we're looking for. Not as configured and pictured in the mental state, but as we are. Yeah. So then all this stuff is just happening. <laughs> yes. And we get, not, and we you should stop right there. Yeah, all <laughs> this stuff is just happening. Okay. Yeah. And the mental state will keep turning it to to me. Yeah, I know that. But crazy. why do you have why pledge, pledge allegiance to that? It's not you doing it. Right. It's the mental state doing it. So let it do it. Isn't it just imagining all the time? Like it's mostly all imagination. Yeah. It's all make believe. We have make believe world and imagining. What's well, not happening? Yes. Like. You're sitting in the chair, right? But you can imagine so many other things. You can add so much else onto it, but you're just sitting in the chair. Yes, and that's even questionable. Well, you're appearing to sit in the chair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Most of this, what we're experiencing here, mostly is what's not happening. We're not really in what's happening. We're in what's happening, but we're in what's happening being obsessed over what's not happening, basically. <laughs> really, and then we'd like to find in what's not happening a greater what's happening than this one, <laughs> though we've not noticed what's happening. <laughs> yeah, but we're sure there must be a better one in what's not happening. 
<laughs> That's faith. Isn't it kind of like it's like make believe then? It's doing this make believe thing inside. It's making up its storyline. We have a storyline, but we're, we have a make up, made up storyline that we're running parallel almost. Isn't, it? Isn't that the selfing? Yeah. The selfing is the presupposing of a non existent thing. That's what it's doing. If you watch the thoughts when they're claimed, they're being used to infer you. They're being used to imply you. They're, you. They assume you. Yeah? They indicate you. They hint at you. The you. It's like in Zen they say this, the finger pointing at the moon, but in this case there's nothing even being pointed at. It's just pointing. It's the mind itself, believing it, leaps into the picture of being a body. Or actually produces the body to, to be that which is being pointed at. You know what I mean? See, the mental state doesn't go on the tracks that we could seemingly go on time. It can ha- something can happen after, but it, it, it presupposes its existence before. It's not playing the way we seem to be defined by time. It's jumping all around. Yeah? But the one quality it doesn't have is the one quality that we are. We're seeing. We are awareness. Yeah? We are awareness. If you allowed that to shine on whatever's going on, you would see its true nature, which is that it's temporary and false, in a sense. And after a while, the only thing left standing in your investigation would be moi, you. And you would find, that's what I've been looking for the whole freaking time. What's been looking? I just was calling it a me, a body. If I don't give it name, it will give, it will give everything. Yeah. So yeah. If you know Zen Bitch Slap, we have a website. Tons of free content. If you're interested, repetition can be helpful here, because the head will get familiar with these ideas, and you'll sink into what I what what I'm uh, implying in a sense. I can't put word to it, but it will. Your your own mind will familiarize with it, and voila. I have faith in it because I've seen it I've been been at these events for many years and uh, some people they hate you know people like are usually grateful for me years later they hate me when they first meet me and then I get emails you know I fucking didn't know what the hell you're saying but now I see yeah you know so just Put the ideas in. Tons of other ideas are being thrown at us all day. Let's put some in that is maybe more novel and let the mind, see if the mind, the big M mind, uh, gravitates towards us. If it's done, it's going to entertain them and it's going to expand on what's being said. Yeah? And it's going to become a living message as you. That's faith mind. And that's what I have. I heard this message, I entertained it, and it triggered. Well, Paul, let me ask you something. It seems like everything is just apparently happening, including a me, it seems. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't mean it's bad or good, it's just, you know. 
if you take all that to be real, in a sense, you'll be taking what is real to be unreal. That's the sort of dilemma, yeah? If you get totally engaged in the character, you forget that you're the actor. Yes? Why these, the repetition, uh, really comforting? Because I, I do experience pretty much the antithesis of this kind of thing when I'm not listening to your podcast or meditating on something like it from another messenger or whatever. I find it really comforting. Um, when there's a trauma or the immediate or sometimes a long-lasting after-effect trauma makes these kinds of experiences more difficult to remember. <coughs> yeah. And you know, I, I really require the repetition of it. Yes. It's a great report, you know. And also, you know, with the body, I mean, the trauma, it's better. I would, the, my experience here as an action figure, I've been run over twice. I've had 15 operations, overdose, shot at, everything. This had a lot of trauma. But I like going through the body for trauma, you know, like body work or some energetic work. Not. Psych, not yeah. that you know, right. but let because the body is the storage unit right. for a lot of stuff, and there's a release, there's releases available in the body that the mental state won't give you the key for. You gotta just go directly to the body. The action what figure kind of exists, right? Hmm? The action figure exists physically. It's got it's got its own uh, exactly. And it's a storage unit. Yeah. I don't know. Find one. You know, it's not so much the kind. It's like the person that you're with, and if there's a a resonance, something can happen. When you get the felt sense, is that the, the goal in this body work? See you guys. When you're getting the felt sense? Uh, I don't know what will happen with you. You know, just saying it's a possibility. See, you know, believe it or not, whatever.